Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Thank you for joining me this week, and it is a magical week indeed. In a couple of weeks' time, we actually have our equinoxes. So here in the Southern Hemisphere, we are diving into the Spring Equinox, and in the Northern Hemisphere, it will be your Autumn Equinox. So I know right now, we've just noticed a difference in the sun that's a little bit warmer, and all the plants that I've been planting throughout winter, they're all starting to flower. And when I go outside just for my bushwalk or do my YouTube videos, seeds of different rainbows of different wildflowers are everywhere so it's a really magical time here in australia at the moment and i hope if you're somewhere in the north that maybe the beautiful deciduous trees are all changing color and you're getting those beautiful reds and golds and oranges and you know when i used to live in toronto and new york i loved that change of season just seeing those colors so hopefully you're celebrating the magic of this time and getting some getting out there whether it be the last few warm days until you emerge into the cold winter or the exciting new spring coming and that summer is ahead and all that exciting times as well. Something else I'm excited about, obviously I love to talk about all different gifts of nature and one of those big gifts that has made a profound difference in my life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in a whole range of different ways, is essential oils. And if you're a listener to this podcast, you would know that I'm a big fan of doTERRA essential oils. I love the fact that they grow their plant in their native country. I love the fact that they have a third party testing them. And I, um, you know, I just love the range of their oils as well, the energetics of them on that way and the physical benefits I've received. Now, once a year, they have a global convention. So this happens in September. Normally, I would fly into the USA to attend that, but because of the pandemic this year, they decided to do the whole convention online. And so it was a global con uh, connection, which was really, really beautiful. And I've been watching that over the last few days. One of the key parts that I love about the global connection or the global convention is that they will release new products. And this generally means brand new essential oils and this is like when it's like if you've been stuck in a house with the same people for quite a long time you love them you intimately know them and then suddenly someone new comes in it's like an invader in the big brother house kind of thing but a good way <laughs> so what happens is doTERRA releases new oils and so i really wanted to dive in deep and share a little bit about these oils today um there are three oils that i have to share with you about plus a blend and a bit of an old favorite that they've done a twist on and i'll explain what i mean by that as we go through I don't think doTERRA means to do this each year, but when they release oils, whether it be their monthly specials or a brand new introduction into their collection, it seems to be really quite fitting to what's happening in the world. And I don't know if they're necessarily trying to do that, um, especially on a spiritual or a metaphysical level, but they do. And so the three new oils that I want to talk to you about today, I think are really quite powerful. 
We're at a time now where there are some really major challenges happening. 2020, as we've talked about on this podcast over many of the episodes, is a transformative year that is full of challenges. I keep calling it the cocoon year, where we're going to fight our way out of the darkness to become those free butterflies. But right now, we're st- dealing with, you know, people are getting sick and tired of having to stay at home. People are feeling challenged, having to wear masks. Um, You know, there is questions about vaccinations, about 5G, there's big political elections happening in the United States, there's Brexit, there's all these different things. And what I'm finding is there's obviously everyone has their opinion, and there's becoming these massive divides. And anytime we have a divide, and we separate the community, the global community of humanity, that causes problems. And these three oils all work in slightly different ways to help bring us back together, especially the second two that I'm going to talk about. So I think these are perfect for this time, and I'm really excited to work with them and share a little bit about them with you today. The first oil I'm going to talk about is bergamot mint. Now, what on earth is bergamot mint? It's a variety of the mint family. It's a lesser known member of the mint family, also sometimes known as eau de cologne mint and orange mint. So it kind of has a minty aroma with a little hint of a citrus in it as well. Now, the chemical makeup of it is actually somewhere between more lavender and bergamot with a little bit of mint in it. So it's not really a mint and it's a lot softer than your other mint oils. So that's going to be really great when you need a bit of gentle energy or when you're working with people that might be a bit more sensitive and find maybe peppermint or spearmint to be a little bit too intense for them as well. It's high in something called linalol. Now, you don't need to freak out that I've suddenly jumped into chemistry. Linalol is just a chemical constituent, and all you need to know is if an oil has linalol in it, it helps you relax. So it's a really nice relaxing kind of oil. So what you'll find with bergamot mint essential oil is it can really promote a sense of calm and relaxation, either during the day or at night, without being like a knock-you-out sedative, kind of things like um, sandalwood or cedarwood or vetiver will kind of do. They're really quite sedating in that way. So let's have a bit of a dive in how you'd incorporate this oil into everyday proactive healthcare. So when I talk about essential oils, this is not a reactive thing. Wait till you're sick, wait till you're ill, and then work out what oils you need. It's bring oils into your everyday habit. And I would touch something um, with an essential oil in it at least 40 times a day. And, you know, for that, I believe that I've experienced really... um, improved health you know i feel healthier at 40 than probably i did at 30 so how can we incorporate this oil in well because it's high in linalol any oil that's high in linalol i love to bring in at bedtime getting a good night's sleep is good for so many reasons apart from just our energy levels it helps our digestion it helps our immunity it helps our mood it helps our memory so many different things we know that i'm sure i'm not the first person to kind of blow your mind with you need to get more sleep but you also need to get good quality sleep so bergamot mint would be a really great oil to mix with a carrier oil like fractionated coconut oil rub it on the soles of your feet rub it up and down your spine which is a free way of the body and also um on um pop it in the diffuser as well and it's just really going to help you to relax in that kind of way and just you know with, with that mint, it's going to have a bit of a joyous kind of aroma to it as well. So sometimes we go to bed. I'm sure this has happened to you and you just had a rough day and you're feeling a bit grumpy. Bergamot normally is what I would reach for, but bergamot mint might be one oil that I'll reach for as well as a bit of an alternative. I like to, and I really would encourage you to do the same, 
However big your oil collection is, whether you've got 10 oils or you've got 200 oils, the more you can rotate them, because each oil, although some will smell different or have similar chemistry, they're not, no two oils are the same. And just like we encourage um, everyone to eat as many vegetables and fruits as you can get to get that whole gamut of nutrients, it's the same with your essential oils. So yes, you could put lavender in your diffuser every single night when you go to bed, but if you rotate that with lavender, cedarwood, vetiver, um, Roman chamomile, marjoram, ylang-ylang, sandalwood, and now bergamot mint would be another great one to actually really help you to relax and chill out as well. Now, because of such a soothing nature as well, I would really love this one, and I find it really beneficial, bergamot mint, in a massage, especially if you've overdone it. I just got back from going to F45 and I'm feeling a little bit sore. Bergamot mint with a little bit of fractionated coconut oil, especially this evening, might be really nice rubbed into the different um, muscles that are feeling a bit tight and that kind of thing. Or you could pop it in the bath and that would be a really nice thing to do as well. Little tip when it comes to putting essential oils in the bath, don't just pop the oil on in straight in the water because oil and water don't mix and they'll just kind of sit on top in these little globs. Get a little shot glass, put a little bit of milk, doesn't have to be much at all, um, and then put your drops of essential oil in that and then throw that into the bath. And that will help to emulsify the oil and help it to spread a lot better. And so you won't kind of get these globules sitting around as well. And hey, if Cleopatra used to bathe in a whole bath of milk, you can have a 30 mils of <laughs> milk in your bath and hey, be a little bit like Cleopatra as well. Bergamot mint as well, I find it really helps me um, respiratory-wise. Um, so again, having it in the diffuser tonight is going to be absolutely amazing. Or again, rubbing it on the chest as well can really help us in that type of way as well. And being such a gentle mint, as I said before, great for the digestive system. Um, I've got a you know two nephews. One is nearly two and one is six. And using other oils such as, you know, ginger or um, any like fennel or coriander seed, they can be quite intense essential oils in effect. Um, really great when you're an adult, but the smell and the effect could be a bit overwhelming for a little one. This is where I'd reach for oils like bergamot mint and, um, you know, lime or green mandarin and that type of thing. Again, diluting it nicely with a bit of carrier oil, like fractionated coconut oil, and then rubbing it in a circular direction whenever um, a little one's got some issues could be really good as well. Or the elderly could be great for, or if you're just feeling a little bit queasy and you want to try something different. The great thing about us all is we are all different and we have different chemistry, and it's about playing around with different oils, having different oil experiences and going, ah, that's the magic one for me, and that's what I really love about it. Now, mentally, of course, this is going to be a really nice uplifting one. And just on those days when you are feeling a little bit challenged, this is going to be great. The the kind of the pandemic now, it's it feels a bit like old news. And I see people around the world, you may be one of them, it's just like, oh, okay, I was on board before. I was happy to stay at home, but I am just sick of it now. I just want life to go back to normal. And we can feel a little bit apathetic. And last week, I also talked about Mars retrograde and that we can't be bothered as well. If we need a bit of motivation and a bit of inspiration, this is where bergamot mint is gonna be really nice. Again, pop it in the diffuser in the morning or in the afternoon if you're starting a flag and that's gonna be a really nice uplifter. So this is gonna be one that's gonna smell amazing in the diffuser. You can of course make some interesting blends with it or just pop it in by yourself as well. Now, one of the attributes of bergamot mint as well is it can really help with our sexuality. 
Now, our sexuality is a really interesting thing. It's something that we're, you know, that's always kind of presented in the media and we're always kind of hearing an illusion or, you know, they're alluding to um, things about sex, but it's also taboo to talk about it. And the fact that I've just brought it up, you might be like, oh, who's listening? I better turn down the volume in the car or make sure the kids aren't listening and that type of thing. I'll try and keep it PG today. But, you know, we can get into a state of, you know, what we see in the media. And I know this is a problem with, you know, young people watching pornography and what we see and what's being portrayed and maybe what the reality in our life is can be quite different. And then we can start to kind of have doubts on, you know, our performance, if we're doing it enough, if we're making our partner happy, um, you know, how many partners we've had, how often we're having sex, all those different things can kind of start to play on in the mind. And Bergamot Mint on this deeper level can really come in and, and go, hey, your sexuality is as unique as you are. And let's really look at, let's have fun with what you're having and how you want to be having sex rather than not having sex every week like your friends say they are or not lasting for 18 hours like they did in that movie or all those different types of things like that. If you're feeling a bit uncomfortable um, or depressed about anything to do with your sexuality and your sex life, I'd really work with this oil during the day and at night time as well and aromatically dressing in it. So mixing it with the carrier oil and anointing it all over your body and rubbing it over your body and loving your body is going to be a really good practice to get in. Now, remember when it comes to working with the essential oils, especially on this emotional and deeper level, no essential oil will do the work for you, but they're like your best friends and they're going to really help you to understand what's happening and support you in making moves to, you know, tackle the things that are coming up. Now, as we start to dive in to the spiritual properties of bergamot mint, in the past few podcasts, I've been talking a lot about ginger when it comes to the full moon or when it comes to magical practices or creative visualization. We use ginger to raise energy. Well, bergamot mint can be used in the same manner. So what we want to do when we have a desire and we're doing any kind of manifestation work, we want to, what we're trying to do is we're trying to shift the energies of the universe. So first, what we want to do is we want to raise as much energy or draw in as much energy. So grab a couple of drops of bergamot mint, put it in the palms of your hands and hold that, cut that over your face and take some big, deep, exhilarating breaths. And as you do that, allow your energy to raise as though you're pulling in energy within yourself. Then, in whatever way you want to do, whether it be, you know, sending that image out to the universe or saying a wish or writing it down or any other kind of magical working, send that out. But the more energy we can raise, the more we send out and the more power behind our desires. You know, it's kind of, there is more power behind words that are said with firmness and assertiveness rather than like a little murmur type of thing. So we want your desires that you communicate to the universe to be powerful not to be little murmurs that might or might not get heard by the angelic realms, the divine, whatever you like to work with in that type of way. Another really powerful healing aspect that bergamot mint can work with is your relationship with money. Now, regardless of whether you are earning a high income or a low income, do you ever find that money tends to come in really quickly 
or that your habits with money is a bit reckless and you don't really have control of your money. In fact, money's coming in, money's going out, and you don't actually know where it all happens. You know, I know I can relate to that, definitely. Um, you know, it always seems like it's a bit of a, because I'm self-employed, I don't have a regular income. I find that sometimes it's hard to budget because some weeks I don't make any money. And then other weeks I make, you know, a significant amount of money. And so how do you budget this on a weekly? And I don't know if what I made last month, I'm going to make this month or will it be more? So it can be a bit of a challenge. And so I'm still trying to master how to take control of my money. But it it can come back down to an issue of self-worth about how you feel about being valued and holding on to value. If you have no savings in the bank, and I know people that you know are on 100,000 a year or more kind of money and don't have a cent to their name as for savings. This is to do with something to do with self-worth and holding on to value and believing that you have the worth to hold on to the, this amount of energy, this amount of value. It's almost as though it's kind of like, the spotlight goes on you and you're like, no, no, don't look at me. I, I, don't, I don't want the money. Don't, don't give me that responsibility. Don't give me that power. And this can come back to, you know, issues that happened in childhood and that type of thing. So Bergamot Mint allows you to start to see a bit of worth. That yes, you deserve money to come in and Bergamot essential oil is really good for that. And then Bergamot Mint is really good for allowing you to hold on to that money. Not in a Scrooge kind of way where you don't spend it and there's not a free flow of money, but just that you can have control and stand in the power, take financial control of your life. This is going to be a really potent essential oil to help us in different ways. You know, you can start by working with it and visualizing and seeing yourself making wise financial decisions, sticking to budgets, all those types of things, and having more control of your money. This would be a great essential oil to give to every lottery winner. I don't know if you've heard, but you often hear these stories come up that, you know, two or three years after someone wins a big jackpot in the lottery, they're worse off financially than they were before they won. Again, because they've suddenly been given all this financial energy or financial value, and because it's not in a vibrational match to who they are as a person, they can't assimilate to it, and they find it really challenging to keep it there. So if you do want to raise your income, and keep that income and start saving money and being a bit more wise with your money, Bergamot Mint. Got to be working with it in any of the ways I've been talking about, diffusing it, using it at night, during the day, um, and that type of thing. Um, There's a couple of practices you can do as well. Um, Rubbing it on money. So when you get a large sum of money, anointing or spritzing it with um, Bergamot Mint, or if you do have a business, maybe spritzing the cash register. Not too much water, hopefully. (laughs) So what a have a malfunction with the cash register but this can ensure that money returns and it keeps that equal flow kind of coming in as well it's also a great oil to work with whenever you're going to make an investment where you want to have a great return on that investment so maybe someone's come to you with an opportunity there's maybe you know you have to outlay some money and you're like oh am i going to get that money back or am i just throwing money in the bin bergamot mint will help you to make wise decisions and also help that good fortune in that type of way as well This is going to be a great one for working with a heart chakra. Again, it's going to be very much about how we feel about ourselves, the self-love we have for ourselves and the value of um, how much value we want to um, be in control of and how much power, financial power we want to have in our lives. So really good for stimulating the heart chakra and making us feel more confident about who we are as a person. 
Now I love with essential oils to, when I'm working with one and focusing on one, I'll grab a crystal and I'll work with that crystal as well. Two kind of crystals that I'd work with when it comes to bergamot mint. The first one is praeosolite, spelled P-R-A-S-I-O-L-I-T-E. Now also known as green amethyst. So amethyst is obviously a crystal that grows quite commonly, but sometimes different minerals are around and they soak in and it will turn the crystal green rather than purple. This is a very nice and blissful kind of crystal, just like your amethyst that I'm sure you probably have a little bit of experience with or have at least heard of. You've got this blissful kind of energy, but the green is very much about that abundance and that value and works really well with stimulating the heart chakra. You'll notice if you see amethyst clusters or praeosolite clusters, they grow in points. And any crystal that grows in points will add more energy, will bring extra energy into your life. So praeosolite's going to be great for some of the things we've been talking about. Another crystal, this is a bit of a rare one. It's known as Morsitsit, spelled M-A-W-S-I-T-S-I-T, Morsitsit, also known as Burmese Jade. And this is where it's found. Rarer crystal, vibrant green with little bits of black and white in it. It has a really nurturing and mothering energy. I guess if I had to kind of compare it to a, a goddess, it would be like a very Kuan Yin mothering energy. And bergamot mint has this really nice nourishing energy about it. And so when you need that nurturing and to feel that you're of value and to help you with your confidence, especially when we're talking about finances or sexuality, these things can be things that we, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. And avoidance might be the, the better option for me because it's a bit scary. More sits, it helps to raise your vibration and give you a lot more confidence as well. The animal guide I would work with when it comes to working with um, bergamot mint is the orangutan. Orangutans have that beautiful nurturing energy. They allow us to really come back to nature as bergamot mint does kind of soothe us as well. And really has that, I just love the orangutan. Whenever I work with the orangutan energy, I feel that nurturing energy. And, and it's exactly the same as how I um, experience bergamot mint as well. So you can call upon that. Astrologically, bergamot mint would be associated with Venus. Venus is very much about, um, you know, about love and sex, but also about value and money and abundance as well. So, um, and Taurus would probably be the, the star sign. This doesn't mean you need to be a Taurus to work with it, but we all need a bit of Taurian energy. Taurians are especially renowned for being very grounded and also having good physical stability, especially financially. So we need to utilize our Taurian energy in all of us, regardless of what star sign we are. And this can be really powerful. Venus rules Taurus and Venus also rules Friday. So if any of the things I've talked about, you're like, oh, I'm going to sit down and do that activity. Friday is going to be the most powerful day for you to do that. And that's going to work really well with you know, bringing in a bit of extra um, corresponding energy from the universe. Moving on to our next essential oil, and that is Divana. Now, Divana is actually a bit of a rare oil. The plant and getting the plant and extracting the oil can be quite troublesome. And often you'll find in the marketplace some quite inexpensive divanas and this is really interesting and this is something that um, I've been learning a lot more about over the last few days with this global connection that doTERRA is hosting and talking about adulteration and false oils. You've got to understand that there is no international standards on labeling of essential oils. So basically you can grab an essential oil, label it and put whatever you want on it, and no one's going to actually regulate or check that, unless there's a really um, including consumer, which many people trust. If a, if a 
bottle says 100% pure essential oil, then I, I guess that's what it is. That's what the label says. But, you know, one interesting fact, there was um, a Bergamo distiller that was talking to us about the Bergamot trade in, around the world. And in um, Italy, where we get Bergamot essential oil from, they create each year about 300,000 megatons of Bergamot essential oil. But there are a million megatons of Bergamot essential oil sold on the market each year. So that is a shortfall of 700,000 megatons of bergamot essential oil. Now, if the plants are only giving us 300,000 and we're selling a million, that's not doTERRA, that's the global stage, this is all companies, then where is that 700,000 coming from? Well, the answer, adulteration, synthesis, using other cheaper plants and all different things like that. So basically, when you buy bergamot essential oil, if you're just going to go haphazardly buy whatever brand, there's kind of in a way a 70% chance that you're not getting what you actually think you're getting. And as we know, when we start stepping away from nature, which knows best, and we start to get things that are created by humans, we can have a whole bunch of, you know, allergic reactions and sensitivities and side effects and all that type of thing. You see, around the world, what often happens is you have the farmers that farm the essential oil, and then you have brokers that will come and collect that essential oil, and then they're the middlemen that sell it then to a company. So if you had wanted to sell essential oils, you'd find a broker. You wouldn't go to the farmer. And that way you, you can go to the broker, and that broker will source all the different essential oils you need. But obviously, the more a broker can stretch their um, products, the, the better they, you know, the more money they make. And there's things like, you know, clove essential oil, clove bud essential oil is the most potent and the most powerful. It has the best qualities. But you get similar chemistry and even in a lot of testing, if you uh, distill the leaves or the stems. And so a lot of the time you think you're buying clove bud essential oil, but if you're not running the full gamut of tests, you actually could be getting leaf or stem, or they may be distilling leaf or stem essential oil and then adding extra things in to kind of top it up to make it as good as um, clove bud essential oil. And how they top it up is with artificially made ingredients. Things like, you know, I talked about linalol before. So they'll put other different ingredients in to make the chemistry as same as what nature would give us. So Divana is a bit of a rarer oil and you want to be really careful on where you're sourcing that from because of the amount of adulteration because there are a lot of cheap versions of it which wouldn't be pure Divana. Let me tell you a little bit about Divana. It is a um, plant that is part of a family that would also include plants such as mugwort, wormwood, um, and Roman and German chamomile, which, of course, we get some beautiful essential oils from as well. She actually shares her habitat with Indian sandalwood. She grows in the Mysore region in southern India, which is a very dry, deciduous forest. Um, this is used, you know, in Indian um, culture. This is really, really quite... Um, and excited, you know, a very um, honoured, I should probably say, not excited, I'm excited, um, a very honoured um, herb, um, and is often um, seen to be sacred to the god Shiva, um, and is picked in the mornings, you get these little yellow flowers on it, and they will pop on altars and places of honouring Shiva um, in, in the morning, and then taken away at night, and that type of thing as well. Now, this is a really intriguing essential oil, because 
if you and I and a group of us were sitting in a circle and I had my divine essential oil and we popped some on us, gave it a couple of minutes and we'd all smell really, really uniquely different. In fact, Divana has this intriguing personality which interacts with, you know, who we are as a person in this really captivating manner and works with what we are and brings out our own individual magic. So yes, all oils will smell a little bit different on everyone, but Divana for some reason does this in a really interesting way, a really unique kind of way. And this is interesting, not just from a fragrance point of view, but also a metaphysical point of view that we'll dive into in a moment. So Divana is an aphrodisiac oil. Sorry, we're going in the bedroom again. So it can be a really nice one to wear when you're trying to, um, you know, you want to get in the mood or, you know, be attractive in that type of way. It's got a real flirtatious kind of playful energy about it. And that's what I really love about it. Beautiful. I love Divana for my skin. What I'll do is I rotate the different oils that I put on my skin at night. And Divana would be a beautiful one, just a drop of it. Or doTERRA's actually provided it in a roller. So it's already in fractionated coconut oil because it's diluted. That allows it to be more affordable, but also more efficacious because it will soak into the skin really well. So roll a little bit on the face, rub that in, and then put your moisturizer over the top. And that's going to really help with, you know, a smooth complexion and just being, you know, all the useful things and all the things we want in the skin on our face as well. But also if you do have any little scratches or nicks or imperfections or um, blemishes, I'd be rolling a bit of Divana on that as well. Really good. Now, several women have told me that they've worked with Divana before and it really helps with their reproductive health, whether it be anything to do with your cycle or um, you know, cramping at any points and even muscle cramps, you know, even beyond the reproductive, Divana could be really good in a way. It's got this kind of really calming, comforting kind of energy about it. So lovely when, you know, reproductive health, menstrual cramps, but I would be playing, you know, this is what other people have told me has worked really well, but I'd be trying if you've got some muscle cramps as well, even waking up at night and that kind of thing with what my American partner, Australians haven't heard this, called a Charlie horse, which I think is really when you get this really serious cramp in your calf. I think, you know, the Americans probably know what I'm talking about. The Australians are sitting there going, never heard of it. That's what we all say when my American lovely partner says that. Um, what else would I use this for? You know, sometimes when we do get, you know, like, especially for those in the Northern Hemisphere, going into winter, this is a time when colds and flus crop up a little bit more. And when I get into that state where I'm feeling like my head's feeling really heavy or like just a lot of mucus hanging around in my chest and that kind of thing and just like coughing a bit too much, Divana. Anointing it on the temples or wherever you're getting that head tension and rubbing it all over your chest is going to be really powerful as well. Um, also just rolling a little bit on your hands or putting a drop on your hands and breathing that in. There's this beautiful passage that I was reading that says, drawing in a deep breath offsets the lack in one's life and produces a sense of fulfillment. Whereas proper breathing fills a void in one's life, shallow breathing amplifies the void and severely disrupts emotional and spiritual equilibrium. So working with Divana is going to be really nice just to kind of, when you're feeling a bit low, picking you back up and really great in that way. Mentally, emotionally, any time that I would have gone through anything that was shocking, traumatic, um, you know, you may feel a bit 20, with 2020 a bit disappointed that things haven't gone to plan or just, you know, you had big plans for the day or for your birthday or what were you going to go on holidays this year and you're feeling disappointed. Divana is really supportive and comforting in that way. Um, or any sense of failure kind of thing, especially, you know, we're talking about sexual, not being good sexually in the bedroom. And if you feel like, oh, 
wasn't that good tonight, Divana will help to encourage that magic within you. We'll mix a bit of that with the bergamot mint. Could be a really great combination in that type of way as well. It's really good for if you're feeling overwhelmed, sense of anxiousness, you know, just scared about something. Divana's going to work really beautifully. And how it works is, remember before how I was talking about it, it brings out each unique um, fragrance. And we all have a unique fragrance when we work with Divana. It's going to remind you of your unique magic. It's going to give you a lot more courage and to feel a lot more confident when dealing with these changes in life. And there are some massive changes that are happening at the moment. And instead of getting caught in the kind of the muck and oh my God and feeling totally beaten and defeated, work with Divana to go, no, I have special gifts. I am courageous. I am confident. I have the ability in my own unique way to thrive in this time rather than just survive or even, you know, suffer in that type of way. So it really is powerful at making that really great shift in that type of way. It's really quite quieting, balancing, and it kind of almost gives you this, you know, just before a a running race at the Olympics, like a 100-meter sprint, there's that moment just before they fire off the starting gun. And you see the athletes, they're in those positions, and they're set. And I feel that Diviner almost gives you that poise that like, right, bring it on life. I know I've been through some struggles, but I'm ready to go. And, and really give you that confidence in that type of way. One thing I always recommend that when you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed um, in life, get out in nature. Nature puts everything back into perspective. It really helps you to, um, you know, take those deep breaths that we were just talking about a moment ago, to think, get that fresh air, a bit of Shinrin Yaku, which we're talking about, that forest bathing. Um, which is very big in Japan and sat and spread around the world and all the different health benefits for our body and mind and our spirit. Take your Divana out while you're doing that. And in fact, Divana has a reputation for helping you connect with the elemental and the energetic um, properties of the land where you are, especially if you're on the land where you're born or where your you know your heritage is and that type of thing. They'll really connect in with that. Really, really powerful in that way. You know, we often look and go, well, you know, we're the sentient beings and maybe animals have a bit of a consciousness, but a lot of indigenous and and older um, cultures that are more in tune with the earth see plants as having a consciousness, as being people, the other people just like us, and mountains and rivers and all these different things have a consciousness as well. And Divina can help you drop in and connect with that in a really deep way. But if you can't get outside, maybe... It's cold, it's winter, you've got a really big workload. For what, you know, you live in the middle of a city, Divana is still going to offer you this comfort that nature brings in. So it's going to really bring in those same kind of effects. So I think there's no substitute for nature, but the closest thing would be Divana essential oil. What I love about this oil, and we've been talking about the uniqueness, is, you know, I was talking about before how there's such division between people with I believe this and you believe something that's obviously completely different and completely wrong. And that separates us whenever we see this. Divino is really good in meditation to help us realize that the uniqueness and the diversity in everyone is what makes this world beautiful. And that if we can actually merge and find ways of merging this diversity and bringing these different ideas together, how can we come up with an even greater solution? I love to take all my lessons from nature. And I know there's that good old saying, what would Jesus do? I always like to ask myself, what would nature do? 
And now if you go outside into any natural environment, what will you see? You'll see a whole variety of plants and trees and a whole variety of animals. From the insects up to these big apex predators, whether they be bears or lions or whatever we have all around the world. These um, animals and these plants all work together in balance and harmony. So yeah, I may be really good at talking about the magical properties of essential oils and things like that, but I'm no good at fixing cars. And so everyone has their different unique skills that help on a mundane level, as in what we do for our occupations, but also what ideas we can offer in that type of thing as well. And how can we bring and merge these together? And I think this is really, really powerful. And Diviner's going to help you to honor that. So whenever you need to feel a bit more like there's a need for a bit more inclusivity in yourself and you're finding yourself dropping into judgment, either of yourself for not being you know, like someone else or someone is agitating you um, because they're not being like you kind of thing or you know that kind of stuff, reach your diviner in that type of way. Again, really, really good diviner for um, helping you break through your limitations, be willing to see um, what limits you um, and have fun claiming your power and like being you and having those individual talents to offer the world and have fun doing that. Don't try and be someone else because everyone else is already being the best version of themselves. You've got to be yourself and Divina will really help you with that in that way. Now, Hinduism is definitely not my uh, uh, belief system that I'm really up to scratch on. But if I can give you a little bit of basics, there are three main gods. There's Brahma, who's the creator god. There's Vishnu, who's the maintainer or the preserver. And then there's Shiva, who is the destroyer and the transformer. Now, earlier I was talking about Divana and saying that that is dedicated to Shiva, who is the destroyer and the transformer. He represents the aspect of the divine associated with the dissolution of what is no longer needed. But what's the great thing about that? That allows renewed creation. Here in 2020, we are having a lot of dissolution and dissolvement and destruction of things that are no longer serving us. This is a really potent, powerful time. So Divina allows you to step into that space of, I'm okay with destroying and transforming things, with things falling apart so that new and stronger things can be rebuilt. I'm okay with that cyclic process of creation and dissolution that actually helps in the universe. And so this is really powerful oil to help you with this um, and to feel comfortable with that and to work through this process. So really just on a day-to-day basis, wearing this as a natural fragrance and you want to be wearing this as a natural fragrance rather than perfumes, um, again, little tangent, if I may, um, something else I learned recently is someone um, was sharing that she was to work in, for a sandalwood distiller. And when it comes, they had clients. They had essential oil clients that wanted the essential oil sandalwood for you know for health reasons. And there were perfume clients that wanted sandalwood for the fragrance reasons. Now, from a fragrance point of view, they don't want the diversity that comes in essential oil naturally year after year because of the different climate and weather patterns we have. An essential oil, if it's not changing in aroma um, and slight chemistry each year because of the different rainfall and you know temperatures and all those type of things, there's something wrong. But obviously, let's say that you make Chanel number no. five. You want your Chanel number no. five to smell the same in 2018 and 2020 and 2022. So again. 
there is an expectation of an adulteration or an alteration to make it smell always the same. They're worried just about the scent, whereas aromatherapy looks at the impact um, of the chemistry and the naturalness of it as well. So just another thing to be aware of. Perfumes have been found to be, you know, upsetting of your hormones. Your hormones don't just regulate your reproductive health and your menstrual cycles. They regulate your moods, your sleep, your immunity, a whole range of different things. They're one of the major forms that your body uses to communicate as well. So what I was saying before, use Diviner as a natural fragrance to help you throughout 2020. Just go, I'm okay with this destruction and this dissolvement, and I'm excited to see what's going to come next. And I have the confidence in myself that there is magic within me, that whatever happens, I'm just going to shine, and I'm going to shine the brightest. At the moment, you know, the fact that you're listening to The Blessed Journey, probably you relate to the idea of being a light worker. And I do notice, forgive me for being judgmental for a second, I'll get my divine out in a second, but a lot of people that identify as light workers are dropping into that kind of worrying about what other people are doing, that judgmental and getting that kind of battle rather than shining light, shining hope and giving solutions rather than focusing on what the problems are. We need to acknowledge the problems, but they're trying to point at other people rather than create solutions in that type of way. And the third oil I'm going to talk about after the break definitely is going to help us with that as well. That's why I'm really excited about this combination of oils. A little bit of a um, fun fact about Diviner is... It's actually planted a lot in gardens. Why? Because it helps to attract butterflies. And butterflies are that beautiful animal that represent transformation. Going from the caterpillar, facing the darkness, like we were talking about before in 2020, and then taking off and being that new free. So isn't it interesting how you know the, the animals that are attracted to um, Divana are very symbolic as well. Um... Divana, when it comes to the chakras, lots of people have different opinions. And I was kind of doing a bit of research on what everyone else thought about the chakra. And it ranged from the base chakra, the sacral chakra, the throat, the third eye, and the crown. So I'd love to hear about your experience. Feel free to contact me with the contact um, details that are below in the show notes. But I'm working with Divana mainly for the base chakra. Now, the base chakra on a core level is about our ability to survive and feel safe and secure. Can I get my core needs, you know, money to pay for food, you know, shelter, pay my rent, all those basic kind of things like that. Do I have a bed to sleep in at night? And can I adapt to change? But as we expand and work more in this base chakra, it allows us to kind of up-level it and move from being surviving to thriving. From instead of being reactive in our life and waiting to see what, what we're asked to do and being proactive and being in control of your life. And Divana is going to help you with that to almost become the creator of your own universe, the creator of your own life, to manifest what you will. And so this is a really great one to work with on the base chakra to go, hey, not only am I feeling safe and secure in this world, but I feel comfortable to go out there and create the life I want to make. Doesn't that sound exciting? So, when it comes to working with crystals with Divana, two oils I'm going to, sorry, two crystals I'm going to give you with Divana. The first one's known as Astrophilite. Let me spell that for you A S T R O P H Y L L 
I-T-E. And if you jump on YouTube, I've got a video on a stuff like this beautiful crystal with these golden bronze colored stars in it. It sparkles, really magical. Whenever I work with a strophilite, I just feel this kind of sense of wonderment. The thing it reminds me most of is that feeling when we sit outside in the, um, under the stars and we look up and we're just like, wow, how does it all work? Isn't it magical? You know, like that kind of real sense of, I, I think there's a, a Japanese term, it might be yugen. I, I could be wrong, kind of thing, but that sense of amazement in the world. But also, you know, when you, there's a new song that inspires you, or you go to a performance and you're just like gobsmacked, or a movie, or just the beauty of people, or the generosity of people, or a beautiful film clip, all those kind of sense of wonderment, a strophilite helps to drop you into that energy on a regular basis, and just kind of realise the wonder of the world, the magic of the world, the, the magic of other people, and the diversity that's out there, and also the magic of yourself. Really beautiful in that way. There's also another stone known as Shiva Lingam. And these are river rocks from India, and they're polished in a kind of um, cylindrical, phallic kind of um, nature. These, again, are very much associated with Shiva, as Divana is, and is very much about that creativity aspect of Shiva, um, you know, destroying so we can let go. So what happens is it's about that surrendering aspect of Shiva. I let go so that I can bring in the new in that type of way. So Shiva Lingams are associated with fertility. They're associated with lovemaking and attracting love into your life. So more that aphrodisiac, flirtatious nature of Divana, I'd work with Shiva Lingam. More that wonder and that accepting diversity and embracement. That's a gift I find that Divana is giving us, embracement. Then I'd be working with Astrophilite. Animal guides, I would go with the cobra. Now, when you say, oh, he's chosen a snake, what do you think of? You think of fear. Um, and all that type of thing. But, you know, this is, again, facing our fears. That's where we grow. It's having that, you know, I feel comfortable with that cobra energy. I'm okay with the fears. I'm okay with that death, that transformation, and all that type of thing. Cobras also do have that, you know, that strength, that sexuality, those real sexual urges, it's all that courage and that type of thing as well. Um, and there is very much, they kind of have a bit of a hypnotic kind of energy as well. These are all very much to do with divine as well. So visualize, close your eyes, hold one of the crystals I spoke about, the Shiva Lingam or the Astrophilite, smell your diviner and imagine a cobra sitting in front of you. And if that cobra could speak to you, what would it say? This can be a really potent um, visualization that I've, I, I use quite often for myself with all the different animal guides and the guidance I get can be really great. You know, one I did recently was with Bear and Bear just said, you need to have Numite with you all the time for the next seven days. And it was a tough seven days. And Numite for me is very protective and very grounding and helps me stand in my own power. It has very bare energy about it. So try this and see what Cobra has to teach you as you smell your Divana. Um, astrologically, the yellow flowers of Divana has these little yellow flowers connected to the planet Mercury. Um, so thus Mercury rules the sign of Gemini in this case, because I think it's very much about you know, being a leaf air, it's a leaf oil, it's associated with the element of air. It's very much about getting into our heads, being aware and thinking and rising above, transforming our mind. Divine is really going to help us to do that. So bringing in that Gemini nature. And what I love about Geminis is what? They're social butterflies. So they feel comfortable jumping around and they can be on the floor rolling around with some six-year-olds pretending to be pigs in mud. And then they can dust themselves off and sit there with some professors and talk about, you know, the universe and great ideas and that kind of thing they can adapt really well and i think again that ability to not just sit in your niche or in your little kumbaya circle but embrace people of difference 
can be a really powerful thing. And so the Gemini nature in all of us allows us to do that and Diviner is going to help us to do that as well. So these are two really exciting oils and hopefully that I've given you some new ideas and some new insights on how to use these oils. Both these oils are great either diffused, used aromatically or you know popped in your hands and smelt or used topically. After the break, we're going to talk about a really exciting essential oil. It's known as Tulsi or also Holy Basil, but we'll cover that in just a moment. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. Before the break, we discussed two new oils that have been released by my favorite essential oil company, doTERRA. And it's really interesting how I feel, especially the diviner out of those two, is just ideal for this time and age. But I guess bergamot meant with the um, impact it does on our finances. And, you know, we're all being tested financially with money changing at the moment, people losing their jobs, not being able to make as much income, all those different things. And where we're actually spending our money is also something we're very aware of now and how much we spend on healthcare and proactive healthcare has come into our mind. So the bergamot mint definitely can help us in that type of way. But I feel that maybe, not that I have favorites, but I think out of the three oils, this is maybe the one that everyone is most excited about. And that is Tulsi. Tulsi essential oil, which is also known as holy basil essential oil, is native to the Indian subcontinent um, and is widespread and cultivated throughout Southeast Asia. Um, now, this is considered a bit of a sacred plant as well in Hindu belief, um, and often planted in gardens and courtyards to invite the divine presence. Um, they actually believe that it is an uh, earthly manifestation of the goddess Tulsi, who is an avatar of Lakshmi. Now, remember before we were talking about those three main gods of Brahma, um, Shiva, and Vishnu? Well, Lakshmi is the consort to Vishnu. So this plant, Tulsi, is often proclaimed to be the queen of the herbs and has been used for centuries in both spiritual and religious practices as well as for medicinal reasons. And you may be familiar with like Tulsi tea. So this essential oil, of course, when we get an essential oil, we're getting the power punch of that plant physically, mentally and emotionally, and spiritually. So that's why I love working with essential oils more so than herbs or foods in that particular way. So chemistry-wise, you're going to be looking at an oil here that kind of is a mix between clove, which we know clove is amazing because of its antioxidant content, um, and also lavender, which is really relaxing. Aroma, I'd probably say something maybe like a, a normal basil with a bit of a clove undertone to it as well type of thing. But really, really an exciting essential oil that um, I can't wait to work with um, more and more. And the main reason, I think, is Tulsi is renowned for being an adaptogen. What is an adaptogen? Basically, it supports our body to deal with the stresses of everyday life so that we can adapt to the ever-changing nature of life. And of course, with what's happening in 2020, what are we all having to do? I think the buzzword for the year is pivot. We're all pivoting and adapting and evolving physically in our everyday mundane life, but also spiritually and how we approach things, how we approach our relationships with people and a whole range of different things. And so this is going to be a great oil to either pop in the diffuser day or night, I reckon, to just help you kind of deal a little bit more. Um, it's going to be absolutely amazing to anoint and I will be um, using this a lot more, mixing it with that fractionated coconut oil. I'll be rubbing it on the soles of my feet 
because we slowly absorb things through that throughout the night. So I'll do that when I go to bed up and down my spine and focusing around that kidney area because that's of course where the adrenals sit as well. So that's how I'm really excited to be using um, Tulsi. Speaking to other people, um, I've had some really interesting feedback when it comes to anything to do with the blood and Tulsi. Um, I've heard some really good things that people have experienced with equalizing blood sugar levels, um, people with high blood pressure, and it helping, I guess, as they can deal with things better, that helps with blood pressure. So it's lowered blood pressure when they've got high blood pressure and increasing circulation. So aromatically dressing in this oil, mixing it with that carrier oil and anointing your body and honoring your body in that beautiful way can be a really great way to use Tulsi essential oil. This is going to help also with circulation. It's got a bit of a warming nature, I find. So people have said, oh yeah, it really gets the, get the blood flowing as well, which is always good for, so we can get the good stuff where it needs to go and get the rubbish out of there as well. This is also quite a, I find Tulsi to be really good as a skin cleanser. So you can mix it with your toner um, or a bit of a spot treatment, especially I find, yeah, at 41, I still occasionally get a pimple. And, you know, we've looked at different ways with my naturopath on why that might actually be happening. But on a metaphysical level, when you look at, you know, the work of Louise L. Hay, she suggests that acne and pimples are an eruption of repressed feelings. Now, I come from a polite family where sometimes we just bite our tongue and don't bring up an issue. And so I do have a tendency to kind of hold things in a bit too much. And that the pimples are kind of like those little eruptions wanting to come out and so Tulsi will and we'll look at this a little bit more in the metaphysical in a second but putting the Tulsi on could help physically and metaphysically if you do get a bit of that acne as well so pop it in your toner a really good way to use it that way you know for the mind this is just going to be a really nice one for just feeling a bit more chilled out dealing with any stresses any anxiousness and that kind of thing being able to adapt and I think it's going to really help with sleep as well if we can, you know, when people aren't sleeping well and they ask me, what crystals, what oils, what techniques have you got that would help me get a better night's sleep? Yes, we have to look at the bedroom. Yes, we have to look at what's happening while you're asleep and what oils and crystals can help to create that energy and support your body in relaxing. But if we can also manage your stress during the day and how you deal with that, it means when you definitely um, are ready for bed at night, you're You're ready. You're not kind of like still worrying about the day and, and feeling guilty and all these different types of things. So Tulsi is going to be really good for helping to improve sleep by working with that adaptogenic kind of capability about it as well. So let's look at how I would recommend working with Tulsi and why it's relevant to this year on a metaphysical level. Tulsi is an amazing essential oil for helping you to rise up above the troubles of everyday life. So we know that at the moment we can get really caught up in different things. And I was talking before about this division of opinions and how we get really kind of frustrated that these people think this and they're so wrong and they're so stupid and why doesn't everyone agree with me? And you know, we're always the protagonist in our own story. When you're feeling aggravated by others, start working with Tulsi, either aromatically or applying it on a relevant area the crown chakra would be a great place to put it. That's the chakra it works really well with to help you move from being aggravated by other people back to focusing on what your own passions are and what your own joy is. Now, I'm not saying ignore the troubles in the world. What I'm saying is 
direct that fiery energy within in a way that you can make this world a better place and you can do it in from a plate a place sorry a place of joy and light rather than of anger and frustration think about this for a second anger and passion they both are very fiery emotions the difference is anger doesn't have an outlet. You know, we we're talking about the pimples a second ago. It, it kind of festers within you and almost wants to burst out. And sometimes it does burst out in a fiery kind of manner. Passion is that inner fire within us, but we have it. It's in flow. We're doing something with it. And so Tulsi is going to help shift you from that. It's going to work really, really well in that way. I'd even pair it in this case, if you are getting really angry, with cardamom. Cardamom can also help in this way as well. So, when you are feeling agitated, when you're feeling disempowered, let's take your power back, pop a drop of Tulsi in your hands and breathe it in and really focus on your soul mission. Sometimes when we have struggles in life, we can fall out of alignment with that. And I totally understand. You know, I was just talking to someone earlier today about, you know, they're passionate about these things and they do it for a week, but then they fall off the horse for a couple of weeks. Tulsi is a really good one to kind of anchor in and create that aromatic anchor of today. I'm going to stay focused on what's really important to me and what my real passions are as well. So this is a really great one. Also, whenever you're doing any type of healing or meditation, Tulsi is renowned for bringing either spiritual, mental, or emotional catharsis. Getting it all out. It really is kind of an expeller of energy that we're holding within. So if you're someone who tends to keep things in, Tulsi will support you in finding healthy ways to expel that. Whether that be through something simple like breath work or visualization or journaling or counseling or just talking to a friend or finding positive ways to express this verbally through our throat chakra. Whatever that may be, Tulsi is going to really, really help you in that type of way. It is also used um, to offer a bit of protection. So putting it in a spray bottle, a spritzer bottle, and using, I, I like to use nine. Nine is a very magical number. So nine drops of Tulsi in about a um, about a hundred mil spritzer bottle and you want to get pure natural water so my version of pure natural water would be something I collect from a clean stream from the ocean from the rain something like that would be really quite powerful and you can either spritz that over your aura if you're just feeling a bit like dragged down and you need to cleanse your aura you can spritz that at the entrance of the home as protection or spritz it or diffuse it around the place as well doing this as well Tulsi is also renowned for inviting love prosperity, and luck. So I think what I love about Tulsi, it really helps you get rid of what's not serving you from around you, but also what's not serving you within because you're focusing on someone else's rubbish and getting aggravated by that. And it will redirect you. And normal basil essential oil is really good. It's gifted devotion, devotion to what's important. And Tulsi is going to help you as well to realign and go, right, let's focus on what I can change and how I can be really empowered in that type of way. And you'll notice when you are back in the flow, things start to happen. The invites come back, the prosperity comes back, and a bit of luck comes back and that type of thing as well. A traditional practice for Tulsi is to get a drop in your hands, rub your hands together, and then rub that into the pockets of your pants or over your wallet or your purse. And this can help to attract money. If you rely on customers or clients for what you do for work, it can help to attract more of them and also helps to keep thieves away. So I really love that little use of Tulsi as well. The crystal that works really well with Tulsi is purple scapolite. 
And I might pop some links in the uh, show description below so you can check out these crystals if you are interested in them. Um, I've got a YouTube video on purple scapolite. Purple scapolite, again, is a, obviously a purple or a violet crystal. Works really well with the crown chakra, as does Tulsi. And it helps to clear and clarify. Both these two things do exactly that. So bringing in this crystal energy, having that vibration around, wearing that crystal or carrying a piece of that crystal will also, you know, what happens with essential oils, they come into our body, they're metabolized by our body, and then they go. Crystals hold that energy. So they give this really good one-two support kind of thing. The animal guide that I reach for or that I call upon when I'm working with Tulsi would be the falcon. Why? Because falcons, first of all, these powerful birds very majestic and they allow us like this is the queen of the herbs this plant and this oil allows us to come back to our nobility a queen is in control she's graceful she gives us confidence that we can when we're in our queenly state or our noble state or our kingly state whatever you identify with what happens is we can we have control in that type of way now the falcon obviously also has that bird's eye perspective that flies over the forest or the field or wherever it resides. And it can see things, the bigger picture. When we're down there in the woods, in the forest, in the bush, in the middle of life, we can't see the bigger picture. Falcon will show us how to again and remind us what's important and what's not and stop us from getting angry. Because of the expansive nature of Tulsi, it really resonates with the planet Jupiter. Jupiter rules the day Thursday as it also governs Sagittarius and Sagittarians what I love about Sagittarians and the Sagittarian energy is they are all about looking into the future where are we heading and so Tulsi is going to really make sure that in the future the decisions you're making today are not directing you into a future you don't want to be in in that type of way so three amazing essential oils and what I love about this is you know with what the challenges many of us are facing, we're all facing them in different ways, we've got three oils that help. When it comes to acceptance of other people, that's where divine is going to be absolutely amazing. When it comes to, you know, rising above the muck and focusing on what we can do and being that light worker, Tulsi's great. And when you are worrying about the money side of things and the struggles and the financial worries, because these are very financially uncertain times, that's where the Bergamo Mint will allow you to make wise money decisions so that you retain the value that you need and I guess the finances you need. It can help you to save money and earn money. doTERRA, the company that I'm obviously talking about, started during a recession. And so, yes, when there is a trend and people are losing money, that's the trend. It doesn't mean everyone is. So you as an individual can make your own choices about money and about other things, and you can go against what the trend or the majority are doing. And I believe Bergamot Mint can really help you with that. I did want to take a couple of moments just to talk about another essential oil. This was released in a different format um, by doTERRA in their convention. So if you are a doTERRA member, you may be familiar with this oil. The oil is known as Helichrysum, also known as Immortel. Um, because the flower, when you pick it, these beautiful yellow flowers where we get the essential oil from, it never wilts and dies. It's almost, it is an immortal flower in that type of way. Now we used to just get it in the five mil bottle, but you need a large amount of plant material to get it in that way. So now doTERRA has released it in a roller, in that coconut oil, so it absorbs into the skin really nicely, 
and it's also a bit more cost effective. So you can still get it in the five mil pure and use that either aromatically or topically, or you've got that topical roller now and you can roll it straight on. For me personally, I have a really strong love for helichrysum for how it's helped me in the past. Whenever I injure myself, um, you know, being at F45 or just being getting older, that kind of thing, um, helichrysum is one of the oils I love to pop on. If I cut myself shaving, I will put a dab, just a drop of it on, and it actually, I just stop bleeding within within 30 seconds. It's, totally, it's like liquid stitches kind of thing. Absolutely amazing in that way. But probably my best experience with it um, was, actually there's two. The first one was when I was running around one day, like a mad chook Gemini that I am, wasn't looking where I was going, and bang, hit my foot on a um, chair leg. I'm like, oh, that, that's going to hurt. That's going to bruise. And I was still running around, but I quickly grabbed some helichrysum, threw it on my foot um, near the toes where I'd hit, um, and kept running, running around and that type of thing. That night when I took my shoes off and actually looked at my foot and slowed down for a moment, where the helichrysum drops had landed, the skin was normal. But around it, and it was almost circular because you could see where the oil hadn't gone, it was black with bruising. And so that was just an, a wow moment for me with essential oils. The other one was, um, I had orthodontic surgery in December 2019. Um, rather harsh, it's probably the harshest thing I've ever done to my body. I had my upper jaw cut in half. Sorry for eating your breakfast. Um, but you can imagine that that's pretty severe. Um, and I would use helichrysum around my mouth swelled up massively really really quickly as it would from that but i use helichrysum around that area um every day repetitively it's great for the skin overall just for you know skin maintenance and any flower oil is quite nice for the skin but i'd use this all around my jaw area my mouth my cheeks everything and that type of thing and when i went and saw my um my surgeon two weeks later he actually thought it had been four weeks since my surgery when he first saw me that that's how quickly it went down. So um, that plus using copaiba and frankincense, they sent me home from hospital. I was in hospital for 24 hours. They sent me home with all these pain meds and I never needed to open the packets. So the healing and for my pain management, frankincense, copaiba and helichrysum were absolutely amazing. They're a great trio. Helichrysum on a deeper level, now that you may want to be working with it a bit more, is so amazing for healing the wounds of what's happened in our lives. We often carry that wounding, that scarring, that emotional pain as well. And just how do, um, helichrysum can really help us on that physical, it's going to help you in that way as well. If you are carrying a deep pain, a deep sorrow, I would start working with helichrysum, anointing it on your feet at night, diffusing in it, and that type of thing. The other great property about helichrysum is that because it is immortal, it has this connection to immortality and mediumship. If you're interested in developing your mediumship skills or just growing a closer connection to parents, grandparents or other loved ones and ancestors that are passed on, even going through ancestral lines and doing all that kind of karmic and past life and Akashic records work, I'd definitely be working with helichrysum in that way. Really, really amazing. If that's your interest, Pair that with a crystal called Hackmanite. Hackmanite is a variety of sodalite. Um, that's not a diet soft drink. It is a crystal. 
um, that actually changes color. It goes from white to when it's in the light, it goes beautiful, vibrant, mauves, purples, and violets. Really, really cool. This is an amazing crystal for helping with our mediumship and connection with those in other realms. If you're dealing with that kind of more, you have a deep-rooted hurt in your life that you know still trips you up today, then I'd go with a crystal called Ibis Jasper, like the bird. Ibis jasper is found in Madagascar. It is for is a type of jasper where throughout its growth period there's been obviously a lot of movement in Madagascar and it's broken and reinitted together and then broken and reinitted again and actually stronger for that. And Ibis jasper helps us realize that what we have been through makes us stronger, makes us wiser, colors us in, gives us you know, the personality that we have, that we have and all those types of things and to honor that. And the ibis is an animal that teaches about uh, wisdom and perspective. You know, they're a water bird. They look down into the water, down into the emotional realm. So you've got that energy within this crystal as well. So try pairing those two together. The final thing I just wanted to touch on is doTERRA, when they have this global convention every year, they give uh, or they produce a limited edition blend, a roller blend of some of their magical essential oils. And again, it's a really amazing oil. This one's called Pursue. That was the theme of their convention this year. Pursuing what's pure, pursuing what's important to you, pursuing what's really key. And if you think about what we've been talking about with you know staying on your path, don't let 2020 totally derail you. This Pursue blend is really, really great. Now, let me tell you a little bit about each of the oils in this blend, and I'll give you a little add-on on what this oil helps to do with as well. So first of all is Clary Sage, and Clary Sage is really good at helping you to listen to your own inner guidance. When there's so much noise in the world around you, and other people's opinions and the media and so on are trying to tell you what to do and what to think, Clary Sage helps you check in with your own truth. This blend also has grapefruit, which promotes great inner strength and resilience for the body, the mind, and the spirit. And it's really good during times of adversity and to honor yourself and know that you have all that you need. Black pepper, it invites you to be courageous. It wants authentic expression of being who you are. And it's also very protective as well. Frankincense. Now, one of the great things about frankincense, it has a dual action. It cleanses and gets rid of everything that doesn't serve us. Plus it consecrates, so it gives us a blessing so that we can then expand. So normally you get two oils, one to remove and one to expand. Frankincense will do it both. You've got cedarwood. Cedarwood helps us to stand in our own power when we're around other people. So if you find that when you're in a crowd or when you're, um, you know, even with your family, that you kind of you can't truly authentically be who you are or that you kind of get squashed, um, you know, no one pays attention to you and that kind of thing. Cedarwood, like these big trees, allow you to stand up and be proud of who you are and stand up and be counted. Jasmine is in this blend, which is very good at weaving magic, joining with other people and creating things. Um, and then you've got Osmanthus. And Osmanthus, I love. Osmanthus is an oil that smells like peaches and apricots and has the energy of a brand new day, the sunrise. I really like to work with Osmanthus when I first get up and the sun's rising. And what I do, it reminds me that today is a brand new day. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I set a resolution for myself this week, after a few challenging weeks, that I'm no longer going to bring up the past when it comes to my partner. You know, often we go, well, what about last week where you didn't do the dishes? And what about this? And what about this? And we've always got this back catalogue of things you did wrong. And it's, it's always going to be there. And I'm like, no, 
if there's an issue, I'm going to bring it up and deal with it on that day, and then I'm going to let it go. And Osmanthus, I've been just rolling it on my wrist and inhaling it when I first get up and just reminding myself that this is a brand new day and I'm going to start fresh today. All those things in the past, I can't go back and fix them now. I'm not, you know, if I haven't brought that issue up and I haven't resolved it there, it's too late because you're always going to be arguing over past things. What I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on today and I'm going to make sure I'm my best today and when there's issues that come up, whether it be my partner or anything else, I'm going to deal with it right there and then. And Osmanthus really helps me to do that. So do you see how all the oils in this Pursue blend, they're very much about being who you are, listening to your own message, cutting away all that rubbish and all that clutter that kind of holds us back. And so I've kind of themed, and if you check out Instagram or Facebook, I've got this graphic up, stay true to your path. And I think that is a perfect theme for where we are right now. We're about to come to the equinox, and we'll talk about the equinox next week in the Blessed Journey podcast. We are at this time when we're going to come back into balance. And I feel so many people are feeling lost, angry, agitated, confused, all these different things. And I think these oils that we have talked about are perfect for helping you to realign yourself and get back to being that light worker. Now, just a little house talk. If you are a doTERRA member, then you can still buy this kit at the moment, all these oils in this kit. It's in the Pursue Convention Kit, and you buy that from the US warehouse. If you're not a doTERRA member and you'd like to get ongoing education and support from me personally and my team that educates in using oils for the body, mind, and spirit from all different realms, from pets to hormones to cleaning your house to cooking to emotional wellness to mental well-being to spiritual and chakras and astrology and all that, I have a gang. I've got this little inner circle, and we all have this beautiful family, and we all do this ongoing support all the time. So I'd love you to join that. If you're interested in that, reach out to me in that as well. There was a little bit of disheartenment in... Um, a bit of the doTERRA community because the bergamot mint, the divana and the tulsi at this point in time are not available ongoingly. They're only available in this pack. And one of the founders, her name is Emily Wright, kind of alluded to the reason why that is. It's this little thing called COVID. All of these three oils are sourced from India. And you have probably seen, if you've been looking at the comparison between what's happening in different countries, India is one of the worst hit. And so probably logistics and getting a, an ongoing supply because doTERRA will only do things sustainably is a challenge. I'm confident that going forward, Tulsi, Bergamot Mint and Divina will be available full time. I think it's just a matter of time as the people we need to get back on their feet and that production comes in. But hopefully I've given you some inspiration on some great oils. If you need more assistance with these oils, check out my Facebook, check out my Instagram, check out my YouTube, check out all my other channels, and feel free to reach out to me with any questions at all. Next week, we're going to find how to return to a state of balance. We're going to dive into a bit of chakra work as well here on The Blessed Journey. I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me on The Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram 
as well as crystal connections with Adam Barrowlate on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.